All right, welcome to the Fit Man's Podcast. This is the podcast for the modern day man that wants to be fit, healthy, and successful, all whilst keeping their social life intact. I'm your host, Blair Sangster, and I'm going to be coming at you with practical tips, actionable steps for you guys to implement into your own lives, covering pretty much everything from training, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle for you guys to become and stay modern day fit men. So get yourselves ready, get ready to take some mental notes, and let's get stuck in to today's episode. All right, team, thanks for tuning in again. So this one, this episode I recorded with a friend of mine called Phil. Um, he is also a coach, uh, online coach. He's been a PT for many years prior to that as well. But pretty much we go into, it's his idea for the topic, uh, and I thought it was great, and I thought be good for us to, to kind of cover it together. So pretty much we're going to go into what are like five, what's the word I'm looking for? Five things, <laughs> things is not the right word, but five benefits of getting into like awesome shape, the shape of your life, feeling great, feeling fit, feeling healthy, looking great. Like what are five benefits to that, that people don't necessarily talk about, right? So this is all about the taboo subjects. So I'm gonna leave it to your imagination, leave you to guess what the five are because I want you to actually listen. So if you wanna find out what they are, give it a listen. Uh, but yeah, we pretty much just get straight into it. Uh, and yeah, there's be definitely a lot for you guys to take away. So give it a listen, let me know what you think as always. Uh, I've been loving some of the feedback I've been getting from you guys. Just telling me that you're listening, telling me what you like about it, ideas for future episodes. It's been great, so keep them coming. And also, if you could basically do me a massive favor and subscribe to the podcast on whatever it is you're listening to it on. Uh, if you could, I don't even, can, I don't know if you can leave reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whichever one it is. Uh, that'd be awesome as well. And even better, if you could just take a wee screenshot, share it on your story on Instagram. That does absolute wonders like i can't really stress enough how much that helps because rather than just me sharing it because one obviously i'm biased um but two you know you guys sharing it means it's going to reach a hell of a lot more people than if i than if it's just me so if you found it useful the podcast in general and this episode then please feel free you have my 100% permission and blessing to share the podcast as much as you like uh with anyone who you think needs to hear it or just might be interested in it so other than that team enjoy this episode it's a good one we get stuck into some juicy topics so yeah listen away right so we're getting straight into this podcast here you ready Blair oh yeah right so oh yeah right so we're going straight in with topic today is the five benefits of getting in the best shape of your life that you don't want to talk about, right? So we have been in this game a while. We have seen a lot of wins from people who have done incredible things and upgraded massive areas of their life. But there's a couple of things that we talk about. We see people upgrade in their lives that they maybe don't want to talk about or they don't want to admit, right? So we're starting strong. We're going to start We're, we're going to start big with the first one. Blair's looking nervous already. So Nervous? No. Right. So the, the first benefit of getting in the best shape of your life that you don't want to talk about is you have better sex. Blair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think 100% because, you know, 
it's something it's obviously a taboo subject people don't want to talk about it that much maybe well i suppose it depends but most people don't want to talk about it that much and especially they would never probably admit openly that it's something that they would want to get fitter and healthier and you know be more confident in themselves to do when being deadly serious like every everybody likes everybody likes sex yeah and everybody like everyone, you know, everyone that i know does yeah it's quite it's it's like it's very natural so it's all it's gonna be a drive it's gonna be a driving force as to why you would want to to get in better shape and do all that so 100 percent, like it's it's definitely up there yeah i think i've just i've actually just i've just remembered a story from back in the day i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna tell it because i don't know the the can't remember the client's name but years ago years ago I had a, a, a client come to me and this is face to face in the gym. We were talking through, you know, what she wanted to do and when she was going to train all the rest of it. And her major goal, right, was to be better at being on top. <laughs> right? right? I shit you not, right? No word of a lie. And the, and the reason for this is she'd recently got this boyfriend and this is what he was into and she was into it as well. And it was something that she felt she wasn't good at, right? And wanted to get better at. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that it, it was to improve her stamina, her strength, all the rest of it. But it's very, very real that that can be a goal for someone. And I think that the people maybe neglect that as a goal because they think it's maybe they don't want to talk about it or it's just, they're just going to wait for it to be a byproduct. But as you've already said, it's important and people want to make sure that they are, are, are doing their best. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. And how do you find it with, with clients, Blair? Like, is it something that you, you, that they talk about they bring up as like a win or something that's happened or what do you reckon? Nah, I think for me, it's, it's still quite unspoken. Like it is, it definitely falls in that category of people, people that I've worked with anyway, probably wouldn't be speaking about that not to say obviously that they they might not feel it or you know think it themselves but i don't think they would speak about it um maybe openly but i think like the like it's it's, it all kind of go to me i'm always like it all kind of goes together like if you're improving yourself in one way you know you're looking better you're getting fitter healthier like that's gonna move move in i guess more to like your confidence of yourself and i know you know i've known people in the past and like worked i have worked with people in the past who have struggled with their own body image and like how, how they see themselves, whether that is some form of, you know, like body dysmorphia, or maybe they, maybe they were carrying a little bit too much weight and they did need to, you know, drop a few pounds or, you know, change, change the way they look. And then when they do, I can hundred percent guarantee that they, they themselves will have more fun in the bedroom because they will be so much more up for it. They'll be so much, they'll be just proud of what they of themselves and how they look. They'll probably be, I bet you they'd be more, they'd be up for more things. They'd be trying more things, stuff that they would never have wanted to do before. Yeah. Just because <laughs> all, all in the bedroom, just because <laughs> they're, they're now, yeah, they're like proud of it. And they're, you know, they're not going to shy away. I suppose yeah. a typical example would be like people, if you always want to have the lights off and the curtains yeah. drawn and it's always dark. Or have your clothes on or something like that. Yeah, clothes on, all that kind of stuff. Whereas now that's no longer a factor. And you, instead of worrying about what you look like, you can now enjoy the, you know, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, and, and totally, I think definitely like with the people who I've worked with in the past, like we do talk about it, right. Cause 
you know, sometimes work with, well, work with women who maybe their goal of taking this a wee bit further, like their goal is to have a baby, right? Or yeah. to, um, or I've worked with people, especially recently as well, who have maybe suffered, unfortunately have suffered miscarriages and it's learning to get that confidence back to be able to be intimate again and, and, do, and do what they need to do. And then ultimately, you know, down the line, I've had some great res- results with that recently where people have become pregnant and it's, it's doing really well. And it's, it's amazing whenever they can get the confidence to do that, especially whenever you, it, it's, it's someone wanting to grow a family. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely something. I had one of uh, the guys recently, we were talking about sex and uh, it was part of his check-in and he was saying that his like sex drive has gone completely through the roof, right? He's lost a stack of weight. He's like, he's absolutely killing it in the gym. He's like... He's, he's smashing it right and as a result well you know <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing he's doing well in that area himself so i mean it's definitely a taboo subject but i think that you know there's a lot to be said from getting shall we move on to the next one Wait, wait, wait. I think we cut off for a wee bit there. Yeah, but your, your recording will still be going, though. Yeah. You just edit this bit out. It's all so, right. It's all right. Wait, wait. But I want to add one thing. Okay, sorry. Go on, go on, go on. So another thing as well, I think we spoke about it a lot from the point of view of somebody who maybe already has a partner. Uh, oh, yeah. They're married, they have a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. I've been married for a I've been in a relationship for a long time, so I don't know if I can weigh in that much here, but go on. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've also been in a relationship. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but I know that guys I work with are not, some of them are not in relationships. And mm-hmm. let's not, I guess, just not forget that if you are, I think it's the same thing I said before, but I guess in a different context of you are feeling better about yourself, the way you look, your, your, everything about you, you feel better with, you are going to be so much more confident to go up to that other person in the bar or the, whatever it is, the, the cafe and just go out there and say something. And then chances are, you know, do that. If you have the confidence to do that more often, you know, it's the law of averages, right? You're going to, you're going to score eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you ask a hundred people in the you're bar, in a position where you don't even have the confidence because you're so demotivated by how you look in your own body then you're never going to even put yourself in that situation so 100 that's a big one that's good right we move on to the second one now yeah, yeah second one second. the second benefit of getting in the best shape of your life that you don't want to talk about is you will have more money in your pocket people don't like talking about money that much uh people but i feel like talking about money what what was that people don't like talking about money nah, they hate it they absolutely hate it especially but british th- people oh yeah British people don't like talking. Irish people, flip me, try to talk to an Irishman <laughs> about money. Nightmare. But it's one of these things that I spoke about this quite recently uh, with a with a client who who's just come on board, and I promised that person that when they were working with me, they would save more money than what they paid for the program. And it's a promise that I've kept them. And already, I asked him recently about it. Is it, am I holding up, holding my end of the bargain? And the answer is yes, yeah, already. And it's, it's huge because if you think right now, if you're in a position where you, you are maybe going out on the weekend or you're drinking loads or eating like spend money on takeaways or going to restaurants or 
fucking taking drugs, whatever people do, right? You know, the amount of money people spend on that, if you sit for a second and actually total that up in your head, that's a lot of bean that yeah. is probably not serving you very, very well, you know? Um, so we tend to find that once people actually put their energy into better in their health and their fitness, those habits either get dropped entirely or they get significantly reduced, putting money back in their pocket. Do you find that a lot or? Yeah, hundred percent. I actually had, uh, someone that I worked with, worked with in the past. Um, he, he said to me, oh, it's good. It's good that it's, 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 it's expensive because it means I'll spend less going out. <laughs> it means I'll go out less. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, well, there you go. That's exactly, that's exactly it. And I think, you know, people there, I, I actually find that they're maybe almost scared to add up the number in their head of what, what they would spend over a weekend over the course of a month on all these things. When it's like, if they actually do add it up, like, Actually, let, let me take the same sort of different angle. So most most often for me with um the guys that I'll the I guess the typical guy that I'll work with is gym membership costs twenty-five to sixty quid a month. Mm-hmm. And then any if they were then to have to increase their spending, you know, well above that for health and fitness. Whoa, 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 No, 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 no. Can't do that. Too expensive, too expensive. <laughs> they don't realize that then exactly what you said, that how much money they're maybe spending in other areas that if a big if but if they care as much as they say about you know the long-term vision of getting in good shape and you know whether it's something to do with their family family, all this stuff like Mm -hmm. if they actually care about that enough then they'll realize that if they do you know invest in you know one of our you know coaching program that suits them then they probably will save money in the long run because they are going to be then taking themselves away from situations where they would be going out a lot more often whether that's food drinks and doing lots of different things not to say they can't do it but mm-hmm. i think it does it definitely shows and it just to me it's just it's it's a no-brainer sometimes 100 percent. i think sometimes like when people invest in themselves like talking about coaching for a wee second right so people like maybe sometimes see like investing in coaching or whatever as like an expense like another expense whereas it's not an expense it's an investment like if you blow your tire out on your car that's an expense that you've got to go and that's something you maybe don't want to do right whereas if you're investing in coaching and investing in yourself that is a great way to obviously get a massive return for that investment how much return of investment do you get off of like you know the the 10 or 12 beers you have on a friday night okay the crack's 90 but i mean it's not putting it's it's not like doing much for your health and fitness and probably a good point to say here that we are not killjoys at all you know it's not not that but it's like you know if you reassess your habits you know the most i've ever you know the most i've ever saved a client i i talk about money quite a bit with my the people i work with and the most i've saved a client is 500 pounds a month and that was someone i work with in the gym Mm-hmm. We worked out some things about uh, their life and uh, and what they were spending on things. And we worked out that they could save 500 pounds a month. I mean, most people could probably do with that, you know? Yeah. And I think with, you, know, you and I both live in Edinburgh. And one thing that I always say about living in Edinburgh is that it sets you up for expensive living anywhere in the world, right? So if you go out to eat in Edinburgh or for a night out on a Saturday or whatever it is, you're easily between 100 and 150 pounds, right? That easy. Easy, easy, easy. So if you then go traveling, you go on holiday, you go anywhere, 
you're not going to be surprised by that. But mm. if you're at that all the time, like if you're out every weekend and it's like 150 pounds, you know, that's, that's a load of bean. Like, you know, and it's, it's you know, how much return of investment are you getting for that? Yeah. So um, you will definitely get more money back in your pocket once you start prioritizing your own health and fitness. 100%. I got two, two, two more things on this point. So first of all, it's worth thinking, yeah, 100 to 150 pounds easily on, on a weekend. If you're going out, you know, most weekends, even if it's maybe, maybe you have one weekend off a month, like you're looking at at least 300 to 450 pounds a month just on things that you maybe don't really need that much. Like, I don't know about you, but I would rather have that 350 pounds to spend on something that's probably going to bring more back to me. 100%. Um, that kind of thing. Second of all, and I think I've, I've, I've spoken to this about with some of my guys before, um, or some of them have kind of reported it back to me is that they, they then going through the journey of like, it always sounds so surface level when you talk about, you know, improving the way you're getting in the best shape of your life, improving your physique, all this, but it's also like you get physically stronger, you get mentally stronger, like you're going to push harder. I find that the discipline carries over a lot into like your work and what you're doing there. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's not, it, it's, it's something that before I started coaching, I never really considered, but the amount of times I get told back or hear back from clients saying, Oh, you know, I've been promoted at work or I've been put forward for this, this new project I'm, yeah. because of my performance. And like, I'm not, I'm not for a second taking any credit for what they're doing, what no, none whatsoever. But I think that the, the discipline that they gain from looking after themselves does not do any harm in those departments either. Right. Which then, you know, could 100%. lead to them bringing back more, more for their own pocket and stuff like that. So hundred percent having that confidence to go for the promotion or go for this or go. That's a big thing. I've had clients recently who've talked about that and gone for new jobs. And it's like having the confidence, even to step out for an interview or uh, better on yourself when other people maybe don't expect that it. it's huge. 100%. Right. We'll go for the third Excellent. one. Here. So the third one is, this can be a touchy one. People don't, people don't want to admit this sometimes, but it's being the alpha friend, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing that out of your friendship group or out of the people you hang out with, you are the one with the most authority. We'll put yes. it like that, right? So this is a, is a tricky one because some people don't want to admit this. And one thing that I have experienced as a result of, you know, and I'll just take from my personal experience here is like developing myself and developing my business and developing what I do and all the rest of it is that an unfortunate part of that sometimes is that you will sometimes outgrow some of the people in your friendship circle, right? Because your values are probably a bit different. Okay. And I find that a lot with clients, like they'll start to notice that, oh, the people I hang out with don't want to you know, they don't want to talk about health and fitness. They don't want to, they don't want to talk about better themselves. You always want to go out for beers. I want to go and do this thing. And you will start to be in the position with a lot of your friends or your friendship circle that you're probably the one that they're asking for advice on health and fitness and how to get in good shape. Do you find that? Yeah, hundred percent. I find that even like, even if I think back to my own experience before I started coaching, but when I started getting into the gym, and then I suppose getting some results, like, you know, physical results, then, you know, looking better myself, I, naturally, I think your friends ask more about, oh, how are you doing that? What are you doing in the gym? What are you eating? Like, I've got, I've got a close, uh, really close friend, um, 
I know what might be saying his name, Jay, who he's basically a Greek god. Um, anyone who <laughs> listens who knows him will, will love this. But essentially, I reckon he so he, he he's not a, he's not a PT, he's not a coach. He's just he was he, he was an athlete when he was younger, and he's kind of just you know very much stayed in that sort of um condition. But anyway, he must get I don't know. He says he gets at least five to ten messages a week from complete random guys. Um, messaged him on Instagram just saying, "What what's your training like? What do you how do you train? Can wow. I train?" He he goes to the gym. I think he, he was at he was at Pure Gym, one of the Pure Gyms in our Hammer which one, and he gets people coming up to him, ask him, "Can they train with him?" I'm like, mate, I'm a coach and no one's ever fucking asked me that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So like, it just shows you that like, if maybe like, if you are that, that level, you do almost like people respect you and you get that respect with, that's not even, it doesn't need to be said. It doesn't need to be commanded. It's just people have that respect for you. And I think the whole, the whole like, yeah, tabooness of, you know, being the alpha, the alpha friend, it's not, it's not that it's necessarily coming from a place where you're like, Oh, I have, I, sh- I have to be better than my friends. I'm it's doing all about this. being better than someone else. Yeah. Know? It's not about that. It's just about, you know, I guess be knowing, being certain of who you are, what you're doing. Yeah. And then you, you then naturally start to get maybe some benefits of the alpha friend, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, because 100%, yeah. you're so together, people notice that mm-hmm. and they start asking you for advice. And then, that, that only makes you feel good, right? If people are asking you, oh, you, you're doing so well. Mm-hmm. How, how are you doing this? Like that's something that some of the guys have said to me recently that spurs them on is like when someone says, you know, especially coming out of COVID when they haven't seen his people for six months or so, oh, wow, you're looking great. Like what, what are you doing? How, yeah. how, are you, how are you sticking to that? I see on your Instagram, you're at the gym all the time. Like mm-hmm. how are you so consistent? Yeah. And the guy says to me, oh, it's, it's great when people tell me that. Yeah, because you can use being the alpha friend in a, in a really positive way. The, I don't know if we've picked a good term for the alpha. <laughs> yeah, the alpha. It's, what, it's what we're sticking with. But you can use it to actually impart. You can help people be in the alpha friend, right? And that's a good thing because if you have yeah. learned about how to take care of yourself, how to prioritize your own health and fitness, your mind, your body, all the rest of it, you can actually be in a position where you can help and inspire others. And there's nothing better than that. If you talk to any athlete, right and they you know any reputable athlete they will say how they love to inspire other people and help other people mm-hmm. and you can be that person if, if your mate jay you're talking about like mm-hmm. he probably finds it weird the people that come in and asking him this stuff but he is in a position of authority where he can say to these people oh well like i just you know I've, why don't you try these couple of things that i do yeah. and yeah. that's great because that might go a long way to helping someone actually get going yeah. right and it's it's amazing that you can use that to 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 your advantage so you know i think that's a really that's a really good one yeah solid right next four. four is one that is well we've put it in this and it's not actually or it shouldn't be a taboo subject anymore but we've put it in here because sometimes people don't talk about it enough but we've talked about having superior mental health all right um and obviously mental health is a serious topic and something that I know that Blair and I both prioritize within our own coaching programs, but there is a lot to be said and we cannot ignore the benefits of being in good shape and being physically fit and strong and getting involved in exercise and training that has a massive uh, sort of improvement on reducing things like anxiety, depression, stress, 
And having superior mental health as a result of that is is only ever a good thing. So, you know, how do you find Blair in, in your program that you sort of talk about mental health with the guys in your in your program and and, and what is the response like? Well, so first of all, I, I remember I had one of my one of my friends, he he runs uh he runs his own business where it's work workplace well being. Um mm-hmm. so obviously very much centered around mental health of the workforce of your employees and all this. And, um, he, he actually came in and he did a, a workshop for, for my guys, um, which was, we get sent loads of invites here. I don't know if you can hear the pinging. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he, he came in and he did a, a workshop for all my guys on just general mental health. And one of the big takeaways I had from that was actually like when, when you hear the words mental health, and I know this is maybe, I feel like stereotypically it's, it's more men that might struggle with this. It's, automatically it's a it's a bad thing someone talking about mental health oh man they're they're not in a good way but you can have good mental health and bad mental health like that was one thing that i had never really thought of before i was definitely in the boat of like oh if someone's talking about mental health they must not be you know as they must not be doing very well they must be struggling Mm -hmm. but really like it's the same as your physical health you can have bad physical health and good physical health so you can have bad and good mental health as well and then they just you know, they, they're very much correlated. If one's good, the other's likely to be good. It's very unlikely they're going to be the complete opposite. If you've got poor, really, really poor mental health, you're probably not going to be very good shape physically or feel very, or be very healthy because your self-worth will probably be quite low and you're not going to be doing the things you need to do to be, <clears throat> to be physically healthy. And then vice versa, right? If, you're, <clears throat> if your mental health is very high and you feel you have good mental health, you're probably going to be taking a lot better care of yourself. So I, I often kind of say that to the guys is that like, we're, you know, it doesn't need to be a taboo subject. It's something that we should all be striving for, but it's never going to be a, you know, like a straight line. It's never going to be an easy, right. There's always, you know, it's never going to be just simple. It's always going to be up and down, up and down, up and down, but it's about understanding yourself, having the awareness around you and what, what you're kind of typical of, to try and get yourself to a, to a, stay in a good place more often than not. Yeah, because you can still work on good mental health, can't you? So if yeah. you're someone who thinks you you generally don't have uh, sort of what you sort of described as bad mental health issues, you can still work on prioritizing continuing to have good mental health. Yeah. And there's so much, you know, one of the things that um, I do in my program is is I take like self perceptive metrics of each client, right when they when they sign up. Mm. One of the questions is like, we do this face to face, well, on the on Zoom and stuff, so that we we see what's going on. One of the questions is about your mental health and what would you rate your mental health out of ten, right? So ten is like no problems and my mental health's really good. Zero or one is like really struggling, need loads of help, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not uncommon when people first start, right? And to be honest, the people I work with tend to have lower standards of mental health of negative mental health sorry to begin with so it's maybe below five or three or four whatever but every single time that we go back and repeat this incrementally it Mm. always gets better it always improves and there's a correlation i've i've got the graphs and everything to prove it there's a correlation between how they perceive their physical body and how they perceive and, and how they perceive their level of fitness and how it's improved and their mental health. Their mental health goes up as a result of the other stuff. And it's it's I think 
it could be definitely something and something else actually on mental health i'll just i'll just say this for a second now this is not something i have ever 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 encouraged anybody to do because it's not in my right to do it and i'm not qualified to but there's been many people i have worked with especially over the last year who have been on things like antidepressant medication and all that sort of thing and i've had a significant number of people over the last year who have either uh, decrease the dosage of that significantly or they have completely removed it mm-hmm. from their life now i they obviously go and speak to a doctor and everything before that and get assessed properly i never ever tell anybody to do it but it's a good measure that you can replace you know you can get yeah. the feel goods from exercise and from training and from prioritizing we're talking a lot about training here even just eating well right even yeah. prioritizing a better diet you know, if you're if you're filling the plate full of veggies instead of filling it full of like, I don't know, takeaways, it's gonna be it's gonna make you feel better. So 100%, I think that's 100%. a big bit. I think I think a lot of it comes down to like when it comes to the the mental health and I guess the the relationship between you know looking after yourself and bettering your mental health is it comes down to like keeping promises to yourself mm-hmm. and like how you know I find that if you have poor mental health and you're not you're anxious, you're maybe becoming a little bit depressed. It's because your, your self-worth is quite low and you, you, you don't believe that you can change it. You don't believe in yourself to do anything about it. Whereas when you start seeing some progress in your, in your physical appearance and in how you feel day to day, you feel fitter. Maybe you're like, you know, you're walking up the stairs and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm not gassed. Then you're more confident and then you're you're going to notice that so then your mental health starts to get a little bit better and then it's just a compound effect the fitter and like the better you start to look the more confident you start to feel about yourself the more promises you'll keep to yourself and this is why i always use the same example with the guys of like um self-confidence is like you know if you have an alarm set for 6 a.m how how much do you actually believe you're going to get up and you want to get to the point where that alarm goes off like you're you know you're going to get up because you believe in yourself that much you have that much confidence in yourself and then you know when you're in that situation your your mental health is probably gonna be pretty good as a result of all the work you've already done yeah massive massive i had another point there but i've 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 slightly forgotten it Uh, oh no that i've remembered what it was so one thing i i talked about this recently and on a (laughs) social media post was that you know i'm sure you find this blair is like People are always better than they uh, think they are at yeah. health and fitness or at being strong. Or at, people come in sometimes with this negative attitude. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm going to really struggle. But people are always, I've never trained anybody who's as bad as they say they are at something. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. They're always better at it than they think. And that is like, it's amazing. Like I would love to give people that confidence, especially right at the start. It's like, now, hang on, you've got this more than you think. Like you, 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 you've got a bit of go in you here. So yeah. that's when people can get a hold of that. And as you're sort of saying there, you know, some people, especially with health and fitness, they track their, their track their progress on such meaningless things sometimes, or, such, or things that are only that are so fluctuating that that it's hard to to get any joy from it. Like like body weight, for example, the things like that. Like that's always a big one, right? But yeah. if you're able to track like here, my deadlift went up 10% in, in a month here, that's great. Or I managed to get 15,000 steps this this month, every day this month instead of 12,000. Or I was able to get on a new pair of jeans or put that dress on that I haven't had on. That is like a win that you need to mm. grab onto and be like, 
here, I'm going somewhere. If we're yeah. just tracking our metric and one fluctuating piece of crap that you got in the boots for 10 quid, then <laughs> if you're placing your self-worth and, and, your, and your mental well-being on what that bloody thing says on the floor, yeah. that's not going to fill you with much joy. And I think most people's aim is to collect as much joy as they can. And in order to do that is to get it from multiple areas. So I think, I think that's a big thing to think about. No, yeah, 100%. 100%. Right. Will we crack on to the last one? Yeah, last one. Last one, right. Where is it? Hang on, my phone's gone shut. Right, so the last one, uh, the, the final benefit that we've, we're going to talk about here of getting in the best shape of your life that you don't really want to talk about is having unshakable confidence. And this is huge. We talked about this briefly before we came on the call about sort of talking about what confidence was, right? Um, and sometimes people get confidence a bit wrong in my view. People sometimes confuse confidence and cocky. Right. So I don't want to be training anyone who's 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 saying they're confident, but they're going in acting like a prick in a bar and pull a bird. Right. I'm not interested in that. That's embarrassing people and being a dick. Right. But (laughs) having confidence to be, as you said before we came on the call, but I think you've said once already about being able to trust yourself Mm -hmm. and be able to 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 be sort of really live by the values that you're setting for yourself. Cause I think when people really prioritize their health and fitness and they're getting in great shape and they're eating well and they're prioritizing their mental health, they start to go about and look at things a wee bit differently. They maybe change a few habits and everything. And if you can confidently be, you know, tying in that alpha friend thing that we don't like the term of, you know, if you can, if you can be the confident person within that group and say, listen, I don't want to do that thing or I'm going to do this thing because it serves me better it's amazing to be able to be in that position where you have so much control. I think confidence, confidence and control of yourself are like two big intertwining things that people don't always get. No, yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, I think it is very similar to what I said for the last point to be fair around yet, yeah, like how much you trust yourself. Can you keep promises to yourself? Are you going to follow through on the things that you, that you say you're going to do? It's all, it, they're all, they're all the same, you know, different ways of saying the same thing. It's, and it's, it's a common thing that I see with, with guys and they start with me, like I'll ask them, you know, a question along the lines of, you know, where, where would you rate your, your kind of confidence on a scale of one to 10? And I'll always say, you know, and I'm not necessarily talking about your confidence as in, you know, maybe your ability to walk into a room and, you know, talk in front of people or like do this, that I'm more talking about, you know, how certain you are that you'll do things. Cause when I think about confidence, I think, you know, someone is a confident person when they back themselves in any situation. Mm-hmm. And then the only way you back yourself in any situation is if you're certain that you're going to do what needs to be done. But yeah. if you're flaky to yourself, like you say, Oh, I'm not going to, not going to have a takeaway tonight, but then you do, or I'm going to get up at six, but you don't, or I'm going to go to the gym after work, but you don't, if you're flaky to yourself, you're not certain about yourself. So then if you get put in situations, no wonder you're not going to be confident because you don't even know what you're going to do. You're like a time bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas if you, if you can actually fully trust yourself and back yourself in situations, you're going to be a more confident person. Like we've all seen people like that, who they can just off the cuff, they can get up and speak about something in front of people or they can, you know, they can be put on the spot and they can do really well, probably Mm. because they're so confident in themselves that like, the thought of not doing that wouldn't even occur. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think whenever you start getting in really good shape, looking after yourself, um, you know, in all these different ways, naturally 
like to, in order to do that you have to keep more promises to yourself and you have to show up for yourself more because you're putting time and energy and effort into yourself by you know training looking paying more attention to your diet getting better sleep getting up at better times you know sticking to better routines mm-hmm. so every day you're keeping promises to yourself and that, that just compounds 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 and all of a sudden you become the person who does all this and then you're confident in those areas and then yeah. it builds and you're able to take i think nothing with confidence as well to add on to that is like you take action on things faster so you're more decisive and the two things that i always like to say, well one thing that i've picked up from mr lee hand uh that blair and i both know uh, is that you only need to be 51 percent sure of something to go for it people talk about this oh i'm not i'm not i need to be 100 percent sure to do x y and z no, you don't. You only need to be 51% sure. The rest is just winging it, right? Yeah. You got to have the confidence to, to do that, right? Because we're all fucking winging it, right? So <laughs> it's a case of being, that's, if you can, if you can lower your expectations and percentage of how in you have to be to something down to 51, you're an action taker and you're yeah. going to be great. Right? You're going to be really, really assertive and, and amazing. And one thing as well that, um, we talk a wee bit about in my program is like the confidence that you exude around, right. Will, will infiltrate others. Right. So that's something that, you know, I'm quite big on like, you know, the, the, the great results that people get they're for them, but they're going to help other people, right. Mm-hmm. Whether that is them to take action or for them to better help, whatever it is. Right. If you can do that and you can be exuding the confidence out there, it's going to be incredible for others and to be in a position where you can actually help other people, you know, Blair and I are very fortunate that we do this for a living, but you don't have to, you know, you, if you can be the person who's the go-to mate or go-to person, who's, who's confident about people come and talk to you about business, come and talk to you about fitness, come and talk to you about money, sex, whatever, right. The things we've talked about today, if you're the person who can deliver on those things, flip me, you're going to be absolutely unstoppable. Lying. <laughs> Flying, mate. Flying, 100%. The, uh, the, the other wee thing to, to add on that is like, if you find yourself in a position that, and this is a bit of, a bit of stuff that I've, I have a training on this in my program, is if you come up against a situation that you maybe don't, if you're, a, if you're the confident one, right, in the group or the friend or you're used to being confident, and you maybe come up against a situation that you're not sure of, right, a really good quick way to make decisions is to ask yourself, does this decision move me closer to where I want to be or does it move me further away? Right. And you should be able to answer that question pretty quickly. And that's quite a sharp way to make a decision and to come off as more confident. Remember what I said, 51% is in the rest is just winging it. This is a winging tactic, right? But it means that you're going to still be taking action and, and, and being confident. And there's nothing, nothing better than trusting your own decisions and, trust oh, yeah. who you are and your body definitely helps you with that and how you 100%. go about your business 100 percent. and then just to tie off that that point then i think what you know the whole 51 percent in order to take action um the whole you know just being confident in what you're doing like or the sorry what you said about every choice is going to take you closer or farther away that's not to say that every choice has to take you closer that's mm-hmm. just I, I i talk about it i've I'm said this i know i've said this to you before in terms of votes and it's, I think oh, it was yeah. James Clear and Atomic Habits. If you haven't read that book yet, get on it. Um, but he talks about each, each decision you make is a vote. And it's like, as long as you're ending the day, the week, the month with more votes pulling you closer to where you want to go than farther away, then that's good. It's not that every decision mm-hmm. has to be, you know, 
on track because that's never going to be the case. But it's about finishing the day with at least 51 votes to to the right direction. 100%. Well, that's not as 51, but you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think uh, that's them all. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Well, hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, And yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back soon for some more, some more geo podcasts. I think. Cheers. Yeah. Good. Nice.